My name is Kendall Holmes, producer Dylan Foreman, our guest Zach Breedlove. Welcome to Sandwich Cast. get this start let's get this popping let's do this all right welcome to sandwich cast my name is kendall holmes and today we are talking about a really iconic sandwich i think this is like i feel like this is every chef's favorite sandwich the bacon lettuce and tomato more commonly known as the blt um i love this sandwich one because it's delicious, but also love its origins and it's like kind of down in the short order cook diner gully origins. You know what I mean? You can gussy it up all you want, but ultimately this is a diner sandwich. And I think that's why a lot of chefs like it because it's all about the ingredients and it's all about how those ingredients are in relation to each other and, you know, the ratio of it. And you can get real like granular and scientific about it. And I think, I think that's why a lot of chefs like it. Um, I really love the, that the phrase BLT, you know, it comes from like that short order kitchen lingo, you know, like bacon, lettuce, tomato, too, too much to write when you're out on that floor and you, BLT, you know, but you know, you do that with everything. Turkey club, TC, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Like BLT. It's like a, I don't know what. It almost that, sounds like it's a, like a French word. A BLT. A BLT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know what, like a, what like metric foot it is like an I am or trochee, but it's like BLT. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a, it's a, a short, long, short BLT. If you're saying it right, mm. you know? So it's got a really like kind of poetic kind of. Uh, oh, yeah. So everyone, that's my daughter. You want to say hi to Sandwich Land out there? Yeah. Hi. OK, we'll get you apples in a minute. OK, we're going to talk about sandwiches right now. You ready? Yeah. OK. All right. I really love how it rolls off the tongue. That central stress syllable like just makes it just iconic enough that people remember it really easily. And it tells you everything you need to know as long as you know the, uh, you know, what those letters stand for. Um, so like you brought up the Turkey Club. Yeah. Um, my big question with the BLT has always been, why is it not a tomato club sandwich? So that's one thing we will get into because I always like to categorize whatever we're talking about. And according to Wikipedia, it is a club sandwich. Like straight up, like, a club sandwich is a bacon, lettuce, and tomato, and whatever else sandwich. I know? always thought it was funny because you had a like ham club and a turkey club. Yeah, like ham was going to go to the club at night, like you know after hours. <laughs> yeah, but like bacon's too good for that, bro. Like don't, bacon don't party after hours. No, bacon's always partying. That's why you don't have to mention it. You know, I'd go to the ham club. I know that. I don't know. I just think tomato club. Like, I bet somewhere in the world there's a ham club. Like, probably in like Germany or Italy. There's a knock on the door they got one of those like fucking like shiny like spiral slices you know what i'm saying there's just a whole ass pig in a smoker somewhere Hell yeah absolutely all types of ham from all over the world if if nobody's done this it better be done <laughs> cool so uh you've already heard his voice but i do have a guest today my buddy zach breedlove 
Uh, Zach is a chef. He's a consultant. He is a tofu making master. He's a uh, he's one of my favorite people. And he wanted to talk about BLT, I imagine, because it's one of your favorite sandwiches or. Yeah, I mean, you kind of hit all the the highlights as a chef. It's kind of like the dirty, slutty, easy, beautiful sandwich that everybody loves. And Great. Dirty, slutty, and easy. What a way to describe the sandwich. Uh, I mean, like women's sandwiches, like, you know, we're here. Yeah, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. What you been up to lately, man? Uh, not much. Just trying to get my garden going so I can get some dope BLTs popping. Absolutely. Um, you know. That's one of the things I feel like... Um, Another reason it's a favorite of chefs because it's an easy sandwich to express seasonality with and like farmers care. You know, you can really focus in on the tomatoes and, you know, what tomatoes are. How how thick do you slice it? Do you do you de-seed it? Do you, you know, all that stuff. Or you can really focus in. Yeah, baby. You want to say something about a sandwich? Yeah. What? Pickles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's take a quick break. I'm going to cut her up an apple. All right. You good? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. All right. We're back. I love that you mentioned your garden because to me, this is like the garden sandwich. To me, this is like all about like, yes, tomatoes are in season. Yeah. You it's don't, you don't BLTs. need a BLT in January in the Midwest. Like, no. you know, we're in Cincinnati. Like you've got. Six, eight weeks? Max? At the most, yeah. So, like, you figure... In Cincinnati, you might extend it to 12 because it's always, like, summer until the middle of November, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, and, and, then, you know, and, and we'll have a second and third summer right. in, like, December, weirdly. Yeah, absolutely. Strangely. Yeah, and, you know, if you're on top of your shit and you want to start your stuff in the basement under grow lights, you can definitely get 12 weeks out of tomatoes around here. Like, I grew some hydroponic tomatoes, and they came out really good. You know, the other beautiful thing about the BLT for me in like a gardening sense is that the ugliest tomatoes are always the best for your sandwich. They got the flavor, the juiciest. They got the little pockets to catch all the drips and whatnot. So good. I also really love that when this sandwich started, I feel like it was really about the bacon and people really focused in on the bacon and you got to make sure that you get the slab bacon and it's from the butcher and it's perfect. Um, and what you hear about more about these days is the seasonality of the tomatoes. Like, I feel like that's what people really focus in. That's what Which is why eat. I think it should be a tomato club sandwich. Agreed. I think that's a I think that's a perfectly reasonable way to recategorize. It's just it. too much to say. It is. A BLT is like a A BLT. It's almost <laughs> Italian at this point. We've gone from French to yeah, Italian. That's right. I can't wait to get to Spanish and German later. <laughs> we'll get there. Another another couple of sips of this, of this beer. Um, all right. So what's in it? Bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo, and toast. I say toast. You can have it on untoasted bread, but I don't know why. That doesn't really make much sense to me. I feel like you get a pasty mess if you do that. Depending on the bread, I guess. I suppose if it's like a fresh, you know. It really doesn't matter what bread you say right now. I'm thinking like in my head, that crispy outside of the bread on the BLT. But yeah. like if, what if you're using like a focaccia? Yeah, yeah, but then, but that has the, so here, here's, we're, here's something we've encountered. There are sandwiches that have the crust all the way around it. 
and their sandwiches that come from sliced bread where the crust is just on the outside, right? So a hamburger is a whole loaf sandwich. Uh, ciabatta is a whole loaf sandwich, you know, and then peanut butter jelly, you know, a club sandwich, all those things. They come on sliced bread and it's a different textural thing. So you're saying a BLT as a whole loaf sandwich might be superior. I think is a whole in the BLT realm, the bread is far less important than most other sandwiches. Agreed. Which is why I think a toast is like, important because like I'll take an untoasted BLT. It's suboptimal. Yeah. But you it's still I, a, a I, suboptimal BLT is still far better than like a lot of other it's sandwiches. It's like pizza. It's like, yeah, I'll have a slice it's, of frozen yeah, like, pizza. Sure. I don't I'm not turning that down. You know, it's it's not the best fucking, you know, slice in New York, but it's still pizza, you know? And I feel the same way about a BLT. That's a good point. Okay, what's in it? Bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayo on toast. Um, Personally, mayo is not optional. I know a lot of people have a problem with mayo. Uh, I think that's weird. I don't see any problem with mayo. And as far as I'm concerned, the bacon can be crispy. It Hold can on, be no, soft. can we go back to a minute? It's like, are we brand dependent around here? I mean, here? I'm a Duke's guy. Yeah, okay, cool, because that's you know? the only answer. Or if there's some QP book. around, I'm down with that, too. I don't, QP for BLTs is too sweet for too me. Too sweet, you think? Yeah. I don't mind a little sweetness, because that bacon's really salty. But you've got the acid from the tomatoes, and, like, you know, I think... QP's kind of wet, too. It's, it's, it's like yeah. a I mean, I mean like, obviously, like, Duke's is... The answer's Dukes. I mean, you know. Like, I think that's, can we just agree that's like the canon of mayonnaise? It is, yeah. Okay. So, I agree with you on the mayo. Dukes all the way. Case closed, as far as I'm concerned. And I don't need the flavored Dukes. I don't need the wasabi mayo or whatever they're doing these days. They do have some dope barbecue sauce flavors that you can get when you get a little further south. Okay. Um, is it like mayo-based barbecue sauce? No, we picked okay. up like a moonshine barbecue in Tennessee Ooh. when we were on vacation a couple weeks ago. All right. It was real good. I mean, I do like some sweet baby rays, but... but like Also, the Duke's, the Duke's coleslaw dressing is not anything to talk shit about. Like, See, we don't have that shit up, up this side of the Mason-Dixon, I don't think. Yeah, right. I stock up when I go south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stock up in North Carolina or wherever you are, yeah. And the bacon, honestly, the bacon is the flavor vehicle. So for me, it doesn't really matter. It's not a textural element as far as I'm concerned. It's really, it could be crispy. It could be soft, you know, because honestly, the texture in this sandwich, as far as I'm concerned, comes from the lettuce. And I really want shredded iceberg lettuce. I want nothing else in my BLT. This is the only sandwich where I do not go for shredders. Really? Yeah, like I'm, I think shredders. I'm is perfect pro shredders on tacos, on every Absolutely. sandwiches. But yeah. like BLTs for me is leaf iceberg lettuce. I want shredders, man. Because like I will disagree with you on the bacon thing. Like the bacon, you want it crispy. I don't necessarily need crispy or like it's not a texture thing. But bacon in this sandwich for me is the friction. It's what keeps it together. Without a doubt. No, so, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Particularly when you go places that use like shitty, like thin bacon, and they try to use too much like of a shitty thin bacon. Because I like know you guys, have, I know you guys bacon. have touched on the structural like buildings of sandwiches and like keeping it together. Absolutely. So like if you just have a big old pile of shitty thin bacon, like it kind of yeah. sucks. No. A nice like thick cut, like thick cut. single slab. Yes. Like, Agreed. Because um, you can't have, you can't have too somewhere. much bacon. You can't. You, absolutely. Because it's very salty. 
and it's very smoky and it's got all it's like I said, it, it's the flavor vehicle in many ways of the sandwich. It seasons the tomato in many ways. Like it's the salt element. It's the umami element. Of, so you don't do you salt your tomatoes in a BLT? Of course I do. But what but what I mean is that that's what's bringing most of the salty flavor in a, in the sandwich. You know, I salt the, the tomatoes to bring out the tomato flavor, but not for saltiness. The salt in the sandwich is the bacon, you know, and it is a salty sandwich um, because you should be salting your tomatoes. I'm not going to salt the lettuce. Um, I think scientifically that would just dry it out. I mean, it'll probably just draw the moisture out, to be honest, and make it a little limp. You know, like yeah, nobody wants limp lettuce. Nobody wants limp lettuce because, like, I see what you're saying about the shredders. Yes, like the crispness of shredders is like undeniably hard to beat. Well, and you know, I would definitely ice bath that shit first, and then put on you know dry and put on the sandwich. But now you're starting to defeat the purpose of having a really easy sandwich. (laughs) 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 But if I'm okay, if I'm setting up stations, you know, I'm saying like at a at a restaurant or something. No, what am I talking about? When I make BLTs, this is this is my ritual. I do this because I don't make them that often. I'll tell you what I do. Like I sandbag the shit out of this. I love a good BLT, and I know like when tomato season's rolling, like we go through a bunch of bacon at my house. Yeah. So like I'll just par cook a couple pounds of bacon, smart, and just leave it in the fridge, and then that way you can have. A nice you little tomato club it, sandwich it in, in the, uh, five minutes. In the toaster oven real quick or something. Yeah, like. just throw it in the oven, finish your bacon. You can throw your toast in there. Easy. Okay. Well, I'm, I've been defied on the lettuce. I want to know I want to know what, like, the sandwich land thinks. Like, shredders or whole leaf? I also, so we were talking about structure a minute ago. I had one one time that was very, like, where all the ele- – it wasn't layered. Like, it was some bacon and some lettuce, and like they kind of like had, it was more like homogeneously, you know. It was more of a tomato club sandwich. Well, it was like um, the, the club sandwich is all about the layers. Yes, but what there's I something mean, there's something to this. No, without a doubt, yeah. And you know, it was um, it was it just kept its integrity really well. Like you know, you and you got a bite of everything in each bite. You know, sometimes sometimes you get it, the bacon's all off over here, and the lettuce pops out over here. And it tastes good, but you got to, like, you find yourself, like, reassembling that last bite. Like, you, like, got to move some shit around, you know? I don't like having to do too much work on my sandwich, you know what I mean? I just want to eat it. But, yeah, it's a real simple sandwich. And because of that, it's about the ingredients. And you got to get good shit with this, you know? Yeah, I think the only thing you can cheap on is the lettuce. Yeah, I mean, iceberg cheap, you know? Because anytime I go to a restaurant and they're like, oh, here's our BLT with, like, baby bib or whatever i'm like you fucking you way over lettuce that shit. yeah you really <laughs> overthought this everything everything needs to be top notch except the lettuce i think but even so i think you use wonder bread and you can make a fantastic blt i was just about to bring that up throughout this conversation we're kind of uncovering like like this might be amongst one of the most free sandwiches like in terms of the freedom that you have to play with it because like you guys have already talked about the bread doesn't matter. The way the lettuce is cut doesn't really make a difference in it being a BLT, whether the bacon's crispy or soft, you know, the, whether you season the tomatoes or not. So, I mean, like, how far would you have to go for it not to be a BLT anymore? If you cure and shred a pork belly instead of slicing it. 
I mean, Do what, you, like does, Chinese does, does style, like pulled yeah. pork BLT. Yeah, like, like if you like, does it have to be sliced? Does it have to be Whoa. cured? Does it, or does it just have to be pork belly? Is the B is belly instead of bacon? At that point, that's where the yeah. bacon comes from, anyway. But we are talking about a bacon. But we, you know, we know what we mean. We mean a bacon, lettuce, and tomato. We're not talking. We don't mean a belly, ladies and gentlemen. And I've and I've seen that before. I've seen. A pork belly sandwich with lettuce, tomato, and a bunch of other whatever, aioli, this, and whatever that, you know. I've seen it on a bow bun, you know. I've seen I've seen BLT pizzas and shit, you know. So, so like I mean, cured and sliced is our baseline. I, I think so. But, I mean, once again, that sandwich I was talking about where everything was kind of integrated, it was like almost cubed bacon. It was like lardons almost. Okay. So... I'm going to I can't call that a BLT. Of course, it's a BLT. You know, I mean, once again, the the fact that it's sliced is just conventional, not a requirement, I think. So I think you can get as creative as you want with this sandwich. I think that you can make some weird open. I think you can do an arepa with lettuce crema and, you know, a piped on uh you know, bacon mousse and tomato jam, and you could call it a BL. You know what That's I mean? That's way too much. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be simple. Like I'm just saying. The elements are there. It's in a sandwich form. We're very liberal on this podcast with our definitions. <laughs> At least we try to be. We also are weirdly rigid in some ways. Like I mean, it depends where what angle you're coming at the question from. Right, exactly. We have we have parameters and and kind of clear guidelines that we know make a sandwich. And sometimes those parameters that we've set up surprise us. How about that? I think that's a way to say it. Like how sushi is a sandwich. All right. We're going to keep it moving. Let's look at the Wikipedia. We do this usually because uh, I don't like doing real rigorous research. And I'm just going to go. Does it all just go back to China? Most most stuff does. Most stuff does. <laughs> or, or like I find with a lot of these American sandwiches, like a 1903 uh, um, article or article from Good Housekeeping. Like that's where the that's where like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich was. I think the French dip had something like that. And this one is from a 1903 Good Housekeeping everyday cookbook recipe for a club sandwich that included bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and a slice of turkey sandwiched between two slices of bread. All right. So now that we're going back to like 1900s. Yeah. You think like they were on this shit? Like they toasted the bread in like lard. Sure, or or over a fire maybe. Yeah, like maybe just over so like, like the that was open like fire. The, that was the pinnacle of the BLT. We've hey, just been buddy, going downhill. I never thought about that, but do you do you like butter the bread like before you put it on, or do you just toast it? I toast the bread with mayo, like you would with like a grilled cheese, like a grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Because okay. it gives you like that extra like a little crunch. You get the Maillard reaction going, a little, little, little flavor on yeah, there. Yeah, it's like a, it's a soft crunch. It's not like a crispy bacon crunch. Yeah. Oh, what I was gonna say before too, when we were talking about the structure of it, um, I went somewhere too where they only toasted one side and they put the toasted side inside, and that's nice because you get like a, you get the softness and then you hit that that crunch barrier. But that layer of like toast also keeps your bread from sogging. That too, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, that's actually pretty good. I like that technique where, you know, you get it's just half toasted. So it stays structural, but you get some of that, some of that like chew from the bread and you don't over toast it. Like that's one, like even if you kind of 
go a little afar with that one side, you still have some untoasted and you like it's a little more forgiving. I feel like let's see here. I'm just going to like I'm just going to say what they say a BLT is. A BLT is a type of sandwich named for the initials of its primary ingredients, bacon, lettuce and tomato. It can be made with varying recipes according to personal preference. Simple variants include using different types of lettuce or tomato, toasting or not, uh, or adding mayonnaise. Uh, more pronounced variants can include using turkey bacon or tofu in place of bacon or removing the lettuce entirely. I've definitely seen this sandwich with arugula. I've definitely seen this sandwich with like basil, like basil leaves, like young basil. I feel like I've seen this sandwich with like a pesto and no lettuce. I committed like, that sin at one point in my culinary career, and I would like to repent for that. It's okay. Like, pesto is not lettuce. You're forgiven. Thank it, you. You're forgiven uh, because it is crushed leaves, so I can see why, you know, when you're early on in your enthusiastic culinary career, you're like, why can't we just do this? I tried to do an entire summer series of, like, bougie BLTs, and I really just should have made Real basic. BLTs. I really like this, and I uh, <laughs> I like this um this like kind of scarlet letter like shaming. So you're gonna have to go through those bougie BLTs and let me know what oh, else you did. Oh, um, I blacked some of them out. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> one of them was definitely like a braised belly uh, that was good, but like for anyone who's braised pork belly and mass, like. Half of it's fat. Surprise. Um, it is. So you got was, a lot of frying grease after that. Yeah. That's what um, I love about it. Like, you know, there was definitely <laughs> like a fried green tomato iteration. I've had a really good fried green tomato version of that, of, of a BLT before. It's just tricky because like the green tomatoes don't have like the juice. Don't have the juice. They got the acidity and they don't have the umami. Of the of a ripe tomato, um, and I think that's really what's missing, and that's a big component of this sandwich. All those flavors, the umami of the bacon and the tomato, meld together and contrast with the like beautifully fresh crispness of that lettuce and that yeasty bread. It's just like a perfect like parfait of flavors. I mean, it's elegant. It's oh, really elegant. It. You know, like like the uh, the other one that I can think of was the uh, one where I decided to make tomato jam. Um, and I cooked jam. down like 150 pounds of tomatoes to make jam. And that's when you really realize that the structural part of the tomato is very important Quite in important. the sandwich. Yeah. Because if you make a uh, tomato jam sandwich, there's really nothing to it. No, a <laughs> lot of flavor. Yep, but nothing to keep it together. Yeah, yeah. The te- <laughs> you're, you know, you're in, you're in um, paste sandwich territory at that point, and you know those are texturally pretty simple. You know, I like the idea though. I like the ambition. I, I don't think you should beat yourself up so much. Um, okay, so let's see. Although the ingredients of the BLT have existed for many years, there's little evidence of BLT sandwich recipes prior to 1900. Uh, in the 1903 Good Housekeeping Everyday Cookbook, a recipe for a club sandwich included bacon, lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise, and a slice of turkey sandwiched between two slices of bread. Uh, while the 1928 book, 700 Sandwiches, ooh, I got to find that one, right. by Florence A. Cowles, does include a section on bacon sandwiches. The recipe often includes pickles and none contain tomato. 
Pickles and bacon. I don't know about that one. I love bacon. You love bacon? Yeah. But it's know. also got your acid and like... But yeah. I mean, like, wouldn't necessarily have a problem with pickles on like a bacon cheeseburger. That's right. Is it yeah. that much different? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm not like, ew. But I'm like, no, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm now pickle curious. Yeah, I'm just like, I never, <laughs> you're not? I you am. Know? Oh, you are now. Yeah. Because I, I love pickles. Uh, but I usually just eat them by themselves. I, I really pickles. put them on things. You love pickles too? Yeah. You want some pickles? Yeah. I don't have any. Sorry. <laughs> I'd eat it. I'd give it a try. That's for damn sure. But let's put the tomato back in. You know, I'll yeah. pickle and tomato. I don't see why not. That's a variation I've never seen, and I'm not sure I'd be mad at it if I saw. I might. I might have to order it. I'd order that. Yeah, just to see it. See what's up. The BLT became popular after World War II because of the rapid expansion of supermarkets. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, you were able to throw that shit together yourself. Like, that's an easy sandwich. You get the bacon, tomato in one place, all the bread and everything. This is a like a very like Western sandwich. Like, it's a very like grocery store suburban like life kind of sandwich like i feel like its origins are on the farm but the fact that the farm is pipelined to through our grocery stores that's how like most people you know experience it you know it's just i don't know i think of americana when i think of this sandwich which is why like it was cool to do this around fourth of july because i mean i can't maybe barbecue but I still think I still think of this as like a, a red, white, and blue sandwich. This is know? like the the sandwich of summer for me. Absolutely, yeah. Like and you, you gotta love a good cheeseburger, but you know the BLT screams. Oh, that's summer. right. You're right. Cheeseburgers, cheeseburgers, America. That's right. Yeah. But you get a good cheeseburger in December. Yeah, you can also get a good cheeseburger in Tokyo and Berlin. And you know, it's not just an American thing. Everybody loves a fucking cheeseburger. It's the most popular sandwich in France. Which we discovered when we talked about the yeah. uh, the ham and butter baguette, because that used to be the most popular sandwich in France, and now it's number two because of the cheeseburger, or maybe hamburger specifically. <laughs> cool. So um, yeah, this is like straight up post war boom. Everybody could afford bacon. Everybody could afford everything that's on this sandwich that used to be somewhat of a luxury for a lot of Americans. So uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it for Wikipedia. There, I mean. They have they're not saying anything we haven't really said before. I do like this part, though, about ingredients and preparation. So I will read a little bit from that. Uh, While there are variations on the BLT, the essential ingredients are bacon, lettuce and tomato between uh, two slices of bread, usually white, often toasted. The quantity and quality of the ingredients are matters matters of personal preference, though some professionals may argue that there is an objective ratio and that, you know, you can probably optimize this with a little bit of, uh, you know, deep research and and trial and error, you know? Uh, The bacon can be well-cooked or tender, but uh, as it carries the other flavors, chef recommend using high-quality meat. In particular, Chef Edward Lee states, your general supermarket bacon is not going to cut the mustard. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I strongly disagree with that. That's 100% correct. Oscar Mayer bacon is fine. (laughs) I think it's fine. I'm about to leave. (laughs) No, <laughs> you know, I'm only saying this because some of the best BLTs I've ever had have been at that shitty, shiny diner in somewhere in New Jersey, and they are not buying Bitten's bacon. And that shit was good. 
But it but was I also. But I bet you they're toasting the bread and the fat, though. No, they have toasters, bro. And they have Jersey how tomatoes. How fucked up were you? Oh, I was at a shiny diner in New Jersey. Yeah, so like that's negative oh, two points. How fucked up do you think I was? Like, <laughs> not only that. Or either that, or I was on a road trip and not fucked up at all, and I was still. And then you're just grateful to have food, which like I get, <laughs> but like you gotta like take that into relativity. Well, I was also gonna say that maybe Oscar Mayer doesn't cut it, but I'm not sure when this statement was made. But there's a lot of variety in the in the grocery store these days. You can probably find some. Uh, you can find good thick cut. You yeah. can find a nice thick cut bacon, but like I think what you know, Edward Lee, bless his heart, was like referencing was like that. Like Hormel. Yeah, that like, garbage, super thin. Yeah, if you can see through your bacon. 30 slices to a pound. Yeah. If you like, can see through it, it's fucked up. Yeah. Which is, I mean, honestly, I'm fine with that, with a plate of eggs and hash browns. Like, I'm cool with that. That As long as it's not like a mass of gelatinous bacon. If they're thin strips, that doesn't bother me. Would I prefer a thick slice bacon? Absolutely. But I kind of like the shatter, the like stained glass bacon that like, <laughs> shatters when you bite into it. Sometimes I want that. And but you I, know, everything's personal preference, too. Absolutely. So. I mean, that's a big part of this sandwich, too. Like, you like leaf lettuce, I prefer shredders, you know? Uh, but I want shredders on everything. I kind of so. would rather just, like, core a tomato and shove it full of bacon and wrap it around with a lettuce leaf and just eat that without the bread. But Dylan, is that a sandwich? I mean, he literally said without bread and tomato. Is but tomato a carb? But it's wrapped in a yet in a le- in lettuce. Yeah, it's wrapped. It's wrapped. And you guys said wraps are cool. Are lettuce wraps cool? We did talk about lettuce wraps. They're yeah. not not a sandwich. But does the whole tomato kind of? Yeah, ruin the, the fact whole, that you're just jamming a tomato yeah. full of like. I mean, at that point, this I mean, is I don't know. This is getting kind of. I mean, this is a canapé or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like this is like a. This is borderline becoming like a work of art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna moose. WD I'm gonna pipe now, this man. tomato yeah. <laughs> full of yeah. bacon mousse. This is some Wiley Dufresne shit. I, I think I think that um I hit my pen a couple too many times before we started. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's fine. We 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 hit pens on this podcast. And we and we record wet. Ah, excuse me. Yeah, but iceberg lettuce is a common choice because it does not add too much flavor while adding crunch. My thoughts exactly. I think romaine's fine too. I think maybe green leaf will no, work, but no, this is an iceberg situation. What's that? This is an iceberg situation. You're right. I'm just trying to be generous here. I mean, like if you have some romaine left over, like you can use it. But slice it though. Like that romaine, its texture is too, like, uneven. It's got that, like, really frilly part, and then it's got the really crunchy part in the heart. You got to, you gotta like, the only way you'd be able to do it is to at least chop, chop it roughly so you can get an even texture off of it. Which is just too much work, because this whole sandwich is supposed to be easy. Food writer Ed Levine has suggested that the BLT does not require lettuce at all, as it is superfluous. A suggestion that John Bond, lifestyle editor at MSNBC, described as shocking. I would John Bond. What the hell are you talking about? That's like half the point of the sandwich, damn near. I hate that. I it's hate- the second letter. You need it. <laughs> it's a letter in the name of You know why I hate that shit? Because people do this all the time. It's the it's the whole reason our like workforce is fucked up, that people have decided that these jobs that they don't quite understand or just are these kind of like things that make things smoother for these other jobs, they don't matter. 
get rid of them, that we're wasting money or, you know, and it's just like, no. Yeah, hold on, what, like, was this, what was this guy's name again? Ed Levine. Yeah, fuck him. Fuck, fuck you, Ed, Ed Levine. I don't even know. What are you talking about? Yeah, it sounds like that guy from Maroon 5. Just like, fuck yeah, him. Yeah, you, yeah. You're Adam, this is Adam's dad, I think. <laughs> he probably has the worst tattoos, just like Adam. <laughs> to call it superfluous, though, I'm like, like, I mean, even if you want to say, like, you can enjoy it without this, but to then say that putting lettuce on it is superfluous. Fuck you, sir. I mean, maybe it's a <laughs> filler at best. Maybe it's a... I mean, but like this is just some guy who wanted to like trot out his five dollar word, like you know maybe we're taking too much into Adam Levine's dad's bullshit here. Oh, man, <laughs> I don't know. Ed, I know he brought that on himself. And you're wrong, dude. Yeah, no, Ed, you are definitely fucking wrong. <laughs> and if I were you, I'd edit this Wikipedia article, dude, because that's. I yeah. want to find a picture of this guy just so I can flip him off. Let's see what. Hold on, let's see what he looks like. <laughs> oh, there's a link. There's a hyperlink. Uh, drum roll, oh, boring a, white guy. You know what? He's the <laughs> he's the creator founder of Serious Eats, a, a publication I respect highly. I'm surprised. Oh God, no, that fucked. he said stuff like this. <laughs> Come on, buddy, what are you doing? You know, uh, there is a variation on this sandwich that is just a tomato sandwich, and that's pretty good. So maybe he has a point in many ways. But <laughs> I love if, we're backtracking now that if we realize who this guy actually is. If we're talking. <laughs> If we're talking about a BLT, you literally cannot call the, the no. L superfluous. Yes. What B, are you talking a BT, about? A BT is a different sandwich. That's a BT, and I don't really want that. I mean, I don't Maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe grill it? We put some cheese But that's also just it? a tomato club again. Yeah. Like, but I want lettuce. A club has lettuce. Straight up. That's part of the definition. Anyway. I'm just up. trying to get to the party, man. I, I, I love serious seats, but you tripping, son. Straight up. All right. Michelle Anna Jordan, author of the BLT cookbook, believes the tomato is the key ingredient and recommends the use of the beefsteak tomato as it has more fresh, more flesh and few, fewer seeds. I'm on board with that. I mean, you know, a nice uh, heirloomy something would be great. But most I feel like most of heirlooms are beefsteak varieties often anyway, you know, like and that's the that's what's got the flavor. That's what's got the umami. That's what's got the heft. You know, it's got the fleshy um, parts with fewer seed holes. I agree. But there's also a spot to be like, and I love a good like heirloom, a nice ugly heirloom tomato. Yeah. Thick cut. I love that. But like there's also a place to be like said for like nice Roma tomato. Yeah. Like if it's sure. good, if it's fresh. Yeah. If it's fresh. Like if absolutely. it's seasonal. Because Roma, like, I mean, they're a little, they got some more water, some more seeds, but like, you know. Roma like, is an umami bomb. A good fucking tomato is a good fucking tomato. Roma. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Um, you know, it's a recommendation. She's not I'll, saying. I'll discriminate against your mayonnaise and your lettuce, but not the tomatoes. No, I agree. And similarly, chef and food writer uh, Jay Kenji Lopez Alt, uh, pretty famous right now, believes that a BLT is not a bacon sandwich with additional ingredients, but rather a tomato sandwich seasoned with bacon. And I'm on board with that. I think that that's a... a oh, you're not going to argue with Kenji here? Not usually. <laughs> <laughs> not usually. <laughs> he, I'm usually in alignment with that guy. He, his research is largely impeccable, and he's very um, dedicated to getting to the bottom of each recipe that he does. Uh, it's, it's what he does. Um, that being said, it just makes a lot of sense because when you prize the tomato in this sandwich, you almost invariably end up with a good sandwich. You prize the bacon, you may, but it's really about the tomato in my mind. I think that's enough Wikipedia. Let's talk about variations. There are 
a few variations on this sandwich. It's very simple. So to fuck with it too much, I think turns it into something else or just kind of ruins the delicate balance that these ingredients held over each other. But, you know, variations include a straight bacon sandwich, uh, a tomato sandwich. Mason Hereford of uh, Turkey and Wolf in New Orleans is devoted to the tomato sandwich. Every every season he puts it out. I think he puts some some mayo on it and a little dill. And I think that's it on like really thick slice, like rye, rye bread. But also uh, Middle Child out of uh, Philly. Yeah. Does uh, BLT runs in the summer. Okay. And uh, they're very like spiritually uh, in tandem with Turkey and the Wolf. I can see that. But okay. they also add the bacon. And they. I, mean, I want the bacon. They do like. They'll post cases of tomatoes, like 30 cases of tomatoes high, and that's their sandwich haul for the day, and they're always just gone. I love that. I love, I love, we were talking about this when Patrick was on, talking about the ham sandwich. Like, at L.A., they'll make a bunch of sandwiches in the morning, and they're just gone. I really like that approach because you know they're taking care when they do it that way. You know, um, not that a sandwich made to order isn't made with care, but... It's just something about that. You know that you're going to sell out. You know it's good. You know that people are coming for it. And so it's just a different approach and a different attitude towards it, you know? Yeah, like particularly around uh, Cincinnati, like there's a handful of spots that I know get really good, like Amish grown produce. Yeah. And like I'll seek those places out this time of year for, you know, BLT. And now's the time. Now, now yeah. we're, we're coming into that season. Like, and that's why this is a beautiful sandwich to talk about right now, too. It just reminds me of my grandma in the summer and being in the garden. And that's it. This is a nostalgia sandwich for sure. Like, this is definitely in that in that series. I feel like peanut butter jelly, BLT, grilled cheese, you know, all those things are, those are childhood. They're our culture. That, it's American, you know? Yeah, and your subjective memory of that is what's going to be your best version of that. Believe it. Which is what makes it such a versatile sandwich but you know i mean it's you know this is also kind of something that keeps coming up like this seems to be a feature of sandwich in many ways it's it's something that's tied to your memory and your childhood and these moments that you experience in life and the people around it it's sandwiches are 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 very special in the food world in my mind that's why we're doing a podcast about it and that's why you know I think it's worth talking about. Okay, so we talked about bacon sandwich, tomato sandwich. I I suppose, you know, you can switch the bread up a little bit. I mean, uh, I'm not sure how it would drastically change the nature of it to have rye instead of, you know, wheat or whatever, to have a whole loaf ciabatta or a hamburger bun or something. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I necessarily want it on a hamburger bun. I kind of want a little bit more tooth than that. But, you know, I feel like the bread variety can really make it a different sandwich if you were really focusing on that. But I feel like I don't see a ton of bread variation on this. This is a, a sliced bread Pullman loaf sandwich. I mean, in general. We would really struggle to envision eating like a BLT on like pita. Yeah. And I've seen that. I mean, I've seen a BLT wrap before um, and I just didn't order it. Well, I think a, like, <laughs> I, like I think a tortilla wrap would be different, but like I don't know, particularly like pita for me, just be like dry and like 
structurally like just difficult because of the way like the bacon and everything like comes together. Yeah, and you just you know and maybe I'm just unimaginative about no, pita, I mean, I could but see like, it, but like I could see like a bacon shawarma where you get like the tahini sauce and all that, and then you make it like a because in many ways a shawarma or a donut kebab is a BLT, but instead of B, you have lamb or chicken. You know, it's it's almost all the same shit. You know. With the addition of, you know, the Mediterranean spices, sometimes like cucumbers and olives and things like that. Sauce, you know, maybe. A sauce, yeah. you know. So in many ways, it's a club sandwich. Now, when we get to, to the shawarma episode, we can litigate it a little further, but it's a base type of sandwich. Lettuce, protein, tomato, and some other type of vegetable, wet, creamy condiments, you know. It's like there's definitely like some type of like structural, like base, like kind of like through line with a lot of these. Yeah, things. Well, I mean, like, like if you think about it like that, the BLT is really like it's the the building block of you know a ham or a turkey club or absolutely. It's really just like yeah, it is the it is the like er like proto club sandwich. Like it's the it's the like you can't go any less with the well, you ingredients. Can't, you can't have a, a turkey club without a BLT. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it. Absolutely. Yeah. So bread. I mean, once again, I, t- I just don't think bread is that important in the sandwich. I think it's so it's a vehicle, really. It's bacon and tomatoes. It's bacon and tomatoes. That's the the star of the show here. I even say like you can use a slightly shittier tomato if you've got really good bacon, or if you've got slightly shittier bacon, you can use a really good tomato. You know, like there's got a, like there's a there's a scale of justice with the BLT. <laughs> I like. like the, she's got the blindfold on. Yeah, as long like, as you've got your fucking dukes, man, it's okay. She's like, she's like, is there dukes on it? I don't care. I smell the dukes like a blind man. <laughs> All right, this might get a little controversial. In the Wikipedia article, they talked a little bit about, you know, tofu bacon, turkey bacon, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you did this on purpose, didn't you? Well, I, listen, you don't have to. You don't right, have to. So full disclaimer, <laughs> I, I do spend the entirety of my work week uh, producing tofu as one of possibly the only people in the region that does that. I think that's true. Um, I think tofu bacon's bullshit. <laughs> as a guy who no. makes all of the tofu that you would turn into bacon. Now, if I wanted to have this as a vegan sandwich, what would be a better way to approach that if I wanted to get anywhere near a BLT as a vegan? I don't have a good answer for that. Um, But also, as someone who briefly was a vegan, like 15 years ago, I never understood the point of making meat substitutes. If you're going to go vegan, to me, like it should be like an exploration of like how to do that sure but like a lot of people just want to eat like fake meat well i will say this it's hard to get the high levels of glutamate and all those other and what is it and added adenosine and all these other like really flavorful amino acids from a vegan lifestyle you know so i think a lot of the a lot of that meat substitution is is an approach towards getting those flavors in your diet, you know, and getting those nutrients too as well. So that's why a lot of mushrooms and a lot of like, you know, obviously like 
uh, koji like I've based seen like, stuff, uh, like like an enoki mushroom bacon. Like that makes yeah, I could see like that makes far more bacon, sense to like, me than tofu yeah, bacon because yeah. like and we actually talked about this with the French dip, like a like a shiitake French dips like. I would eat the shit out of it. Yeah, like shiitakes like have natural like umami and all sorts of stuff. Because like tofu, like I'll give you a quick background on how you make tofu. Uh, It's literally just turning soybeans into soy milk, and then you coagulate them like you would make cheese. Like there's no flavor. We use really good soybeans, so we do get like a basic like kind of grassy nut vibe. But there's no way you can really like through that process like replace the umami that you would get from like a shiitake. Well, what about this? What if you were to take slices of tofu, wrap them in kombu, salt them pretty well, put them in a smoker, let them get pretty like, you know, pretty fairly leathery, you know, not not unpleasantly so, but a little bit of a little bit of texture to them. I don't know. I don't know. I might eat that sandwich. Oh, I mean, I'm honestly not the target market for this either. No like, doubt, no I, doubt. But this is what we do on I this would, podcast. I, I'm very curious, and I may or may not uh, mosey down to the Northside Yacht Club in the coming Try days and ask them what they would do. Yeah, that's not a bad they idea. They do have a fantastic uh, vegan. Yeah, and and everything setup. they everything they have that's not vegan, they have a vegan version of, which is I like. I just like that. Program. Yeah, and as someone who's like not a vegan, idea. like yeah. I appreciate the shit out of that. Yeah. Like, because they had like uh, I don't know, I'm probably wrong here, so don't like fact check me. But they had like a vegan pastrami. They did. Like, it was tofu. Like I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, or I mean, could have been tempeh. You know what? Tempeh actually. I could see smoked tempeh on this. Like I would rather do like a tempeh seitan than tofu. Yeah, I could see. Well, seitan would work because it's got that that chew to it. It's got yeah. that structure. I can see that. Smoke it up, get those bacon flavors on it, you know, some maple, some whatever, you know, or like, I don't know. Can you throw some like pink salt on some? Can you cure it in that way? I'm not sure. You can do all sorts of, I mean, but like, it ain't meat. It's not meat. It ain't meat. I mean, that's the thing. And if you're looking for a meat substitute, like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I can see eggplant thin, dried out. And maybe like lightly fried eggplant. You well, know? I think if you're like if you're going to do eggplant, you could probably even lightly cure that yeah. and get yeah. like a nice lightly cure it, like similar texture to like an al dente bacon. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is doable. I think, but you like can for make the it. most part, like if you're trying to not eat meat and you want to eat a BLT, like just eat like, a LT. Eat a yeah. Eat a eat a lettuce and tomato sandwich. That's delicious. With well, yeah. If you need, you know, ah, but you need that mayo, man. What are you gonna do? Some cashew mayo. Some, I mean, you know, vegans get by. They make it work. They do their thing. They eat that Morningstar farm shit. And, you know, it's all good. All right. So bacon substitution is controversial. I think it's doable, probably. You could probably get. I mean, you can do anything, yeah. but should you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my mind, turkey bacon's an absolute no-no. Uh, that's just a travesty, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it's much like the, uh, the Titan submersible. You can, but should Ooh, you? Damn. Ooh, man. <laughs> Ooh, man. So you definitely listened to that most recent Behind the Bastards. <laughs> yes, My sir. God. Shout out to Robert Evans and, and Cool Zone Media. <laughs> All right. So bacon substitution, yeah, doable, but, you know, we're not vegan, so I wouldn't do it. You know, you can switch up the mail. You can do like some, you know, fancy aioli, or I've seen 
different variations and I've had very good versions of like a garlic mayo, garlic aioli on it. I could see like some like tomb or something like that on there. It's like a whipped egg white and garlic sauce like from the Middle East. I can see that happening. I've seen it with avocado. You know, that's I mean, you can throw just avocado next to or on just about I love anything. Avocado. It's so good. And it goes really well with bacon. Especially if does. you're trying to get some like good healthy fat or like a filling element to your meal. Like it's just you can't go wrong. The main problem with avocado though on this sandwich is that it's slippery. I'm not sure where where would I put it in the sandwich. Like I guess what about a like mashed avocado? Yeah, maybe next to not, not a guacamole. No, no, no. Just like say mashed like next avocado. to the mayo, like on top, like on, on the bread, like what you're saying, right? Like Well, I mean I would even possibly like if you're gonna do the shreddus, like why couldn't you just toss your shreddus in a little mashed avocado? I don't see why not. I could also see just putting it between the bacon and the lettuce, and then it'll 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 stay. I think if you do that. Long story short, I do not hate this addition. I love a black. What I what I don't like addition wise to the BLT is a fried egg. That's unnecessary. It is. Um, that's not what we're really doing. I also, there's a lot of places that do this. I don't like greens with my eggs. I know a lot of people do. I hate when there's arugula on my like brunch plate. I don't want that. Um, I mean, that's I'm sure there's more variations and out there in sandwich land. Let me know if we missed anything. I would love to hear from you. But one thing I did realize about the BLT, it's one of those things that um, gets eyesed, like, <laughs> like, like dash I-Z-E-D, like. It gets B, like things get BLT eyes. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Like, I don't like, need your BLT tater tots. Yeah, and, like, BLT all salad, BLT pizza, BLT. Crispy this. chicken BLT salad is like the bane of my existence. What are you doing? Like, yeah. it's fried chicken and bacon. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you're not trying to eat a fucking salad. No, you're not. Yeah, you're not doing it for like, real. Like, douse that in ranch. Please do. And Absolutely. that's more calories than I consume. Yeah. And you know what? I regularly to, as like a semi decent athlete. Please douse it in ranch. I'm not hating on ranch. Like, disclaimer, I fucking love ranch dressing. But, like, if you order something that is fried chicken, bacon, and ranch dressing, like, it's no longer a salad. Yeah, and it's not really a BLT either. But it's I just it's one of those things where, like, you know, like, things don't get French dip eyes. You know, they don't get ham sandwich eyes. But things get BLT eyes all the time. It's like, it's like, um... Oh, we were talking about a ham sandwich. Things got cordon blue eyes for a long time. Yeah. Like in the 90s, every fast food spot had a cordon blue. Man, you guys are just that. touching like all of these guilty shame points of my culinary career. Hey, bro. <laughs> we, I think every culinary professional has has gone through it. So now, we've all smoked a little too much. And then like, <laughs> this is going to be great deep fried. It probably was, though. <laughs> just because it didn't like you. It probably was fine. That's the thing. Yeah, the problem is really finding an audience that's as fucked up as you are when you're cooking. <laughs> <laughs> in this town, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> all right, cool. So, yeah, I mean, those are our variations. I think that's about all you can really do to the sandwich. It's super simple. It's well, we'll bring up, not everything needs cheese, but what about cheeses for no, the BLT? I was going to ask no. what y'all thought of that, and, yeah, the answer is a straight no. Yeah, See, there's I, no. I love, a good, like, if I've got cold bacon on a sandwich, Colby Jack is my shit. Ooh. I love a sandwich. I've, I've never entertained this as a cold sandwich. Yeah. Cold bacon sandwich. I can see that. Because for me, this is always a hot like you bacon. You said you got, you got oh, warm. Like the bacon's warm. You got yeah, pounds of bacon in the fridge. No, I pre cook it to like 90%, and then I yeah. finish it. Yeah. 
But like, say you just have that cold bacon. I'm not a savage like that. See, you got it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm now I'm gonna fucking try it. Nothing wrong. <laughs> nothing wrong with a little savagery. I'm just no, saying. no, not at all. Like yeah. I it literally, it never crossed my mind. Yeah. Well, it's like the first time I saw somebody eating cold fried chicken, and I'm like, wait, what? And then you eat it, and you're like, it's somehow crispier. God damn. No, I mean it makes sense. Like we've all, you know, fried up some bacon and then yeah. walked away and come back an hour later and picked at the scraps. I'm like, it's that, so that, fucking delicious. Yeah. No bacon. Does not last the day in my house. If I make a pack of bacon, it's gone. That's why I have to cook two pounds at a time if yep. I want leftovers. Yeah, it's it's rough. And then everything gets fried in that bacon grease. Oh, there's just a big old jar, yeah. a full ball jar of bacon yeah. grease. Almost always. On yeah. my counter. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Beautiful sandwich. I love this. I love bacon grease. Uh, I bathe in it. It's beautiful. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yeah, it does. That's, that's why I have so many pimples. That's why the flies are. <laughs> no, that's just, it's just fruit fly season, man. Just, <laughs> just, uh, I got a toddler, man. There's fruit all over the oh, place. Oh, yeah, it's a lot better than my house. <laughs> we have chickens and all sorts of. Yeah, man. All right. So I think uh, we already went over this a little bit, but this is a pretty squarely categorized as a club sandwich, which... Is a, probably a, a tomato club sandwich. Well, that would be the like sub sub category, sure. But like the club but, sandwich hold on, for for your purpose, does a club sandwich a double decker? Not necessarily, not necessarily. But it better have that toothpick with a frill or no? What are we talking about here? Of course, with a frill. But what if you lose the frill in the bread? Well, then that sucks. Yeah. Maybe you know what? I don't like micro because I like the no frill. I no like frill, the I, I like the little fake bamboo swords because they don't have the those frills. are dope too. Yeah, no, I I mean honestly, I've only ever really seen the toothpick with the double decker. I mean maybe maybe not, but you know where you should never order a BLT Jersey Mike's. That's a waste of a Jersey Mike's trip in my mind. I don't know, right? Like because you're gonna not, you're gonna get a substandard BLT, but you're also gonna get a substandard Jersey Mike sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Jersey Mike's is for it's a low key plug for Jersey Mike's. Uh, we've done it already on this <laughs> podcast, so no problems here. Uh, maybe the best chain in America in my mind. The just, official just, just sandwiches or all chains? No, all chains. Oh, have you been to Bucky's? Well, can we no. talk about Bucky's? Talk about Bucky's. I've never. They been have there. great sandwiches. Do they? Yeah, they have brisket cheese sticks. Where are they in Pennsylvania? Um, they're like uh, out of Texas, more yeah. south. Okay. Yeah, you it. gotta go to like Lexington to get a Bucky's. Even get it's like Bojangles. Oh, you gotta uh, like. It's like Bojangles, but if Bojangles was a rest stop with like six thousand gas pumps, right? No, I'm familiar with with Bucky's. I've just never yeah. been to one. Yeah. yeah, you should you should stop if you ever see one. Well, we're going on a road trip very soon, yeah. so maybe. But we're gonna be on eighty. I don't know. If no, uh, like, I don't. I don't know. I can yeah. look it up for you. Yeah. What about just what? How about Utah? You think they're in Utah? Uh, I, all I know about Utah is Mormons. Bucky, yeah, I'll be and, real with and you. um, like and uh, mesas, like in lots of like rock formations. Oh, that's more than I know. Yeah, no, mad rock formations. Cool. Yeah, it's beautiful. Utah's gorgeous. I checked that out. Not in the Mormons. No, skip through the Mormons. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to hang out with any Mormons. Um, Weird religious books that I'll yeah. pass on. No, I saw Under the Banner of Heaven. I'm not hanging out with Mormons, dude. <laughs> Fuck all that. But um, they so Bucky's. Don't they smoke their own brisket and yeah, everything? Yeah, they, like, they're a, for real, it's right? Fascinating. That's amazing. It is like the fly trap for white trash Americana. Yeah. 
but like they do what they do very well. Hey, I mean, nobody accused white trash Americana of not knowing good barbecue. I mean, we definitely know our sandwiches. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Because <laughs> that's what you eat for dinner. And lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe breakfast. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you're not having three sandwiches a day. That's right. <laughs> you know what used to fuck me up when I was still driving trucks is I used to make a run to Chicago and back. And as you're coming back down from Chicago, when you're still in northern Indiana, there's a sign for Bucky's. And it says Bucky's 649 miles ahead. Damn. I'm like, you guys invested in a sign to advertise yourself 700 six, miles it's away. It's 65 goes straight down to Memphis. That's well, what honestly, I, like, um, I, I, I hate to fucking stand for Bucky's here because uh, the place really is kind of awful. But um, <laughs> I've never been to a Bucky's that was less busy than just a straight up panic attack. <laughs> like every time I've been there, I have had to leave like, oh because there's God. just too many people. Yeah, no, nah, that's so like I want one of those sandwiches, but that sounds awful. Yeah, it kind of sucks, but they they market themselves very well. Yeah, I love the shirts; they look great. That that what a great mascot the the, the little, beaver, the little beaver. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah, it's really unfortunate though. They make all of their uh, like kitchen staff wear these like uh, Texas themed outfits. And, like, as someone who worked in kitchens for a while, the only thing worse than a kitchen job is a kitchen job with a degrading outfit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm in the kitchen. Why am I wearing this uniform? <laughs> but, yeah, so anyway, Bucky's. Um, Good to know. Yeah, worth a stop once. Don't get too stoned before you go, or it's just a fucking, I'm oh, gonna it's too be, much. I'm going <laughs> to be stoned. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but I was also, I was going to say also that um, Club Sandwich I think it's probably just a subcategory of the cold cut sandwich we were talking about, remember? Because there's that there's that kind of general overarching category of cold cuts that branches into, you know, deli sandwiches, Jewish deli, uh, club, you know, diner sandwiches, and it all is kind of under the same aegis shaved, of these shaved meat. Shaved meat, exactly. Yeah. And it, and the meat is is, you know, not not heated. It's always, you know, a room temperature or kind of cold sandwich, you know? Um, but that kind of complicates things with the BLT because like you were saying, I kind of like my bacon warm on it. I don't really use cold bacon when I make this, you know? Um, or, but you could, you know? Now, I'm definitely going to try this now that Dylan yeah. brought this up. Like, but you I, could, yeah. I don't know where you grew up, but I want to know what other kind of like cultural food things you can unlock for me now. Uh, salted apples. You ever tried that? Yeah, okay. Th- throw a little salt on an apple before right. you eat it. I mean, I throw salt on melon all yeah. the time, so I don't see why the hell not. Salted oranges are great too. Salted oranges. Yeah, yep, that too. I do that. Just salt your shit. Salt your fruit. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. It's salted. Salt is a flavor enhancer. Even sweet stuff. Yep. It's it's amazing. Man, I'm gonna salt an apple when I get home now. Yeah. It sounds great. I've had salted caramel on an apple. Uh, just a little salt on an apple slice, man. <laughs> cool. Club sandwich, hardcore, all the way. I don't think we got any cross-categorization, really, of this one. It's a bacon sandwich. It's a tomato sandwich. You know, but all of that falls under the, under the uh, aegis of of club and, and cold cut sandwich, I think. All right. So who eats the sandwich? People uh, who have superfluous drives to eat lettuce. <laughs> that's right. You want to eat a superfluous ingredient, that's who eats the sandwich. Definitely chefs in late summer. That was the first thing I thought of. Chefs in late summer <laughs> eat this sandwich, or they make, they certainly make it for for a bunch of people. Uh, people at diners 
all well, the time. We, we've talked about this several times, like from a chef perspective. You cannot make an easier sandwich. No, if you're not making money off of this sandwich, then you you bought too much too yeah, fancy. Yeah. And the backside like, of the the chef argument of this, like you get home, you don't want to cook anything. Yeah, you can throw some bacon and cut up a tomato and like a little toast, and you're good to go. This sandwich to me is just one of the most amazing flavor combinations. Like everything just melds and goes together so well. The textures are just so perfect together. When you chew it up, all those flavors come together, and it's it's just a beautiful sandwich. I think. I feel like it's the ultimate lunch sandwich. Yeah, it's like if that little corner, you know, bistro down the street from the office has a BLT. Like, that's what that's you're where getting. You're going. That's what you're getting. Absolutely, yeah. So we eat it. Uh, apparently, it's the sixth most popular sandwich in the U.S., um, which is pretty high up there. I think uh, it's right behind the ham sandwich. Uh, Top six. I'll fucking take that. Yeah. Grilled cheese is the most popular sandwich in America, um, which makes sense. It is, according to one poll, the number one sandwich in the UK, which I wouldn't have guessed that, to be honest. Um, I thought it would be like curry, like a dosa or something. Can I just like culturally... um, Get insensitive, bro. Yeah. Whatever. um, Yeah, it's because they're all too fucking drunk and all they can do is cook bacon and put it on bread. (laughs) Oh, man. He went there. He went My there. wife's family is British, <laughs> for the record. He went there. It's only half true. You hear this Anglo hate up on this podcast? Jeez. <laughs> it wasn't specifically directed at the Irish. I remember, um, I think it was Tony Blair, maybe, uh, got in trouble because he told some reporter that this was his favorite sandwich. But then he told another reporter that the tiki masala Sandwich was his favorite. Yeah, well, Tony Blair was a piece of shit. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the sandwich. He's just, like, trying to please whoever's in front of him, like, oh, you're an Indian reporter, huh? My favorite sandwich was a tiki masala. All right, Tony Blair. Tony Blair makes up. George W. Bush look like a fucking saint. <laughs> oh, man. That guy sucked. <laughs> just go oh, fucking paint in the desert. <laughs> They're probably painting together. George Bush is just painting erotic <laughs> Tony Blair nudes out of the desert with his <laughs> <laughs> shitty bacon sandwich in his hand, dripping mayonnaise. <laughs> I'd buy that painting. <laughs> I'd All probably right. outbid you for it. <laughs> I'd buy that painting. You kidding me? All right, man. Um, yeah, that is the BLT. I think that I think we've fairly comprehensively whipped this sandwich's ass on this podcast. Uh, mind if I ask you some questions? I mean, I'm here. All right. You might as well, right? What's your favorite sandwich? BLT. Okay. Uh, second favorite sandwich is uh, a sandwich that's come up on your podcast is the uh, meatball sub from Ale. Ooh, um, so good. Limited availability. I understand why. Uh, Tom and Pat, no hate. But, uh, man, when I can get one of those... Because that, me, that, meatballs that is, are like a, they're labor intensive. So I get that. Yeah. Know? And they got a small shop. Like, I love what they're doing. Yeah. Again, like, I understand why it's a limited thing. But so, like, what about a meatball sandwich or, or specifically theirs do you like? What, what's so, what, what, what do you think? They feeling? get the, everything just comes together, like the flavors and the textures and the structure. It's yeah. super simple. Yeah. It's really well done. Like, the meatballs are good. The bread's good. And that's like, they don't do anything extra. Like, don't need to. They're not trying to fucking... Everything's put a, in the meatball. Yeah, they're not trying to put arugula on there or anything, you know? Like, you get your stick, you pop outside, you eat it, you're satisfied, you go back to Was there a little, like, provolone on it? A little fontina or something? Uh, I don't want to say it's 
Parmesan or something. Yeah, something like that. I'm, a little tomato sauce. I'm lactose, That's a wet sandwich. I'm lactose intolerant, so I try not to focus on the cheese. Uh, fair enough, yeah. But, you know, like... But, a lot like, of lactose I, in most cheese, though. But as, like, the... But as the BLT is something that you only get in the summer... Yeah. Like, the LA meatball sandwich is, like, the winter sandwich for Warms me. you up, yeah. Yeah. Particularly because when it snows or, like, the weather's shitty, people don't want to go out, like, mm-hmm. that's when I go get it. Fair. That, like the French dip, is another wet-ass sandwich. That's some wet. That's some wet bread right there, and I ain't hating. I love it. So um, you kind of answered this question with your first question, but do you eat or like this sandwich? Uh, I in the summer will probably average two BLTs a week. I think that's 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 a pretty uh, ringing endorsement of this um, beautiful. Like I, have, I have kids, so it's also just really easy to yeah throw some BLTs on the table and some fruit. Some, you know, whatever you can find. Some grippos, throw those down. Sounds good to me. What's the best version you've ever had? Set the scene. Best BLT I ever had. We'll start with the, start with the uh, tomato jam. Uh, no, no, no. This would definitely <laughs> be from my, uh, my great-grandma's house. We used to go over there when I was a kid. Um, and they had a massive garden. I mean, we're talking uh, early 90s. Like she would, you know, go to the butcher and get bacon and she would grow her own tomatoes and bake oh, her own grandma bread. Wasn't fucking around. She'd make her own mayonnaise. Like we'd go over there. Oh, grandma the- wasn't fucking around. Oh, no. Grandma was a G from like Appalachian, like fucking hill Making country. mayonnaise. God damn. Oh, yeah. So All right. like, we'd go over there on Saturdays in the summer and you'd go over early and you'd have grandpa cook breakfast and you'd have some nice potatoes, whatever. And grandma would come out for lunch with some just fire BLTs on this homemade bread. This is some wholesome country living. I love this. Oh, yeah. It's like I will will never have that sandwich again. That might be the best answer to that question I've ever heard. A homemade Pullman loaf. Yes. With tomatoes, scratch mayonnaise. Like, God damn. And there'd always be Hold like on, I'm a, gonna close my eyes and pretend like always I be was like there a, for a minute. Like a, there'd always be like a succotash as a side. Yeah. Like, Melon. Oh yeah, just oh man, just like the perfect summer. That's good, and that that's like if you could go back to any sandwich and eat this sandwich anywhere in the world, I imagine that's where it would. Uh, be. I've eaten, like, I've eaten hundreds, if not thousands, of sandwiches on multiple continents, and I would still take that over anything. That's every day of the week. That's beautiful because that's like um, that's some that's some Proust Madeline shit right there, man. You you you. You're, that's sense memory at that point. Uh, it was like bacon on a cast iron pan and bread chilling on the sun porch. Yeah. All right. I love that. That's some good Americana. Drink pairing. What would you have with this? Mm, since the BLT for me is like such the quintessential just summer sandwich. Like I get into like Pilsners, lagers, these like crispy boys. I feel like that's always. I want a nice. <laughs> I want a nice crispy boy with yeah. my BLT. I want a crispy boy with almost everything. Yeah. Um, I got. You know, I'm not a. I'm not a wine person. But yeah. Every now and then I'll go a little rosé with my BLT. I was going to say a a, real, a pretty like fairly like rich rosé would be really good with this. I don't want like a thin Provencal rosé, but maybe like. Uh, Rosado from Sicily, but like once a year, the rest of it, yeah. Pilsner's like, yeah. or I could really see, like, um, like I can see like some Pinot or like a really light Gamay, something like that, something light body with a little pepper, some fruit, that type of thing. I could really see that, but 
this is a beer sandwich, I think, for the most part. I think uh, this is a multiple beer sandwich. Yeah, several beers. Yeah, and like cold boys, like you say, like not. I, you know, I'm just. I love IPAs. I love the big triple ass double but hot in the shit. Summer, but it's I'm so 90, over it, man. It's Ninety degrees out. Like, it's not just that, to... man. I'm just over it. Like I, you know, I work in that industry, and I'm just a little fatigued. My palate needs a rest. I love a crisp. German lager. I really do. I love it's hard to beat. It's hard to beat. Um, German beer, I think, is the best beer tradition in the world. Uh, that's just my opinion. Sorry, England, you know, but I'll take a Hellas, a Kolsch, a Black Forest lager. Dude, I'll take a over, fucking over bit, a I'll take a bit burger. Day. I don't care. Like, give me I, a bit burger. Yeah. Give me a Kronbacher, please. I'm I, here I, for it. Absolutely. I'll take, I'll take a, a Kronbacher over uh, anything AB makes. Yes, I'll take a Kronbacher over a um, pint of bitter from the British pub. You know Although I, mean? I will like, say now that Bud Light's so cheap, um, <laughs> I had one of those last week. They're not, yeah. they're not horrible. They're pretty horrible. I understand why most of America was drinking those <laughs> until horrible. like a month ago. It's fucking water. Even like a, even like a nice Coors Light, you know, you're out in the sun, you got a BLT. I'm not gonna argue. Once again, that. I want the body. Give me a banquet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like that light. I'll fight you that, on that. I don't one. like that watery shit, man. I just not. I'm just not a fan. I don't want a Coors it's Light. Summer, like I'm not here for the. I'm here for light. But like we're t- a Kronbacher, a Bitburger goes down real easy. Uh, it goes down real easy. I don't need it. You any know, it goes down that. even easier. A Coors Light. It tastes. It's like bad. negative water. It they should market bad. it as negative water. It tastes bad. It tastes, <laughs> it tastes like rotten rice. I don't like it. <laughs> it tastes like rice that's been in the fridge too long. I'm We're going to come up with all sorts of bad marketing <laughs> plugs for Coors Light here. It tastes like rotten yeah. rice. We're going to A-B test a whole bunch of things that Coors Light's <laughs> never going to use. I wouldn't even cook with it. Are you kidding me? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Dylan do this today. Are we doing the question? We're doing the question. Oh God! If this sandwich were a, is this like a Mad Lib? Somewhat. Okay. If this sandwich was a stripper, it'd be it'd be. If you, if you have an answer, <laughs> <laughs> it would be one of those sad clubs <laughs> off the highway. Nah, man, this would be this would be J Lo and Hustlers, dude. This is a this is a re- this is for real. Are you kidding me? <laughs> now I was thinking one of those like Tennessee strip clubs that's next oh, to like no. a three hundred foot like cross. Pregnant strippers? Oh no! <laughs> it's better than a C section. <laughs> we haven't done this one yet. Oh. If the BLT were a cartoon character, Ooh. which cartoon character is the BLT? I like that. Oh, mm. uh, okay. So we were talking about this, um, and this is only going to make sense to people with kids of a certain age. Sure. I think the BLT is Bandit from Bluey. Okay. It's solid. It's a rock. It is. It's something that you know is always going to be there for you. Yep. Playful. But not too much. But simple. <laughs> like and nobody's ever accused Bandit of going too far. No. And nobody's ever accused Bandit of being too fancy. Yeah. You know, that's a good answer. I like that. We love Bluey on Sandwich Cast. The only objection I would have is that Bandit's Australian. and I don't know what they do with BLTs down there. 
Oh, it's probably a lot like the British. They're probably too drunk to put anything together. <laughs> it's not a BLT. Like, oh, like if it's bacon, any, any all the Australians I've met have been drinkers. Like, Just so. give me some bacon, <laughs> mate. I don't care. I don't need it on a sandwich. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, you know, the sandwich the sandwich for some reason gives me Batman vibes. I don't know why. It's just like it seems like it avenges things. I can see like the the BLT is like the Batman of hangovers. Yes. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> the BLT is the Batman of hangovers. I like it. I don't have a good answer for this because the BLT for me seems very serious. I don't know. Not, I mean, it, we just said it was playful. I don't know why I'm like, contradicting that, but like the BLT is for real, man. Like, and I think that's why I like it as Bandit because Bandit is just like, he seems like a real dad. Like, he's just like, he's like doing the best he can for his daughters, you know? And the BLT is always giving us its all. I feel like the BLT doesn't come halfway. It either sucks or it's awesome. Now I'm really curious about what an Australian BLT looks like, but it's got I don't, ostrich, ostrich bacon on it. I don't have the money to find out. EB <laughs> bacon. I don't know. Google some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kangaroo tail, maybe. Mm. Smoke that Can- up. A kangaroo club. <laughs> That's the party I want to be at. I'll be there. It's bouncing. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, how, if you if you wanted to at all, you could say you wouldn't too, but how would you take this sandwich to like the next level? How would you level this motherfucker up? I mean, aside from maybe like toasting your bread and no, hold on before fat, you continue, your grandma clearly. Yeah. Like, I don't think already. I don't think you can really like, level, if you get like, a really good VLT, like you've, you've peaked. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like it's, down, it's downhill from but, there. But so walk me through it. Would you, I mean, you're getting bitten's bacon? Are you get you know what I mean? Um, Are you I you have an unlimited I'm budget. a dick. So I actually cure my own bacon and well, smoke it. I think that's right. That's um, awesome. Are you going to a farm and getting a side of or you or you know, are you going to Costco? Well, we're a Sam's Club family, thank you. Fair. I'm the, um, it's closer. I go to Costco. There's a Sam's get, Club like three miles. I don't, that give way, the Walt, my dude. I don't give the Waltons money. <laughs> no, fuck them. But also, like, it's like when people are like, hey, man, I'm not going to do Twitter because Elon Musk's a dick bag, but you're still on Facebook and that guy's a dick bag. Yeah, too. I don't do Twitter. So, like, I don't do Twitter because I don't like Twitter. You know? Like, not because, I mean, I don't like Elon Musk either, but, you know. It's all six or half dozen of Twitter, the other. So, you know. Um, but yeah, you know, like I think Twitter is kind of like Costco and Facebook's kind of like Sam's Club sure. and they all suck. Everybody um, sucks. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really like you get a good BLT. Like you're there. Yeah. What yeah. about like uh candied bacon? No, no. What about a fried green tomato? We talked about I mean, that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe. Like, yeah. But like still like. If I get like my choice of what I want, it's going to be like some well-cooked bacon. A I, nice feel like, I feel like I have the capacity to be surprised with a bread choice. And we talked about it a little bit before, but I'm just I'm, I'm not quite sure what it would be. You know, like I saw Maddie Matheson cook one on um, a Hala earlier today. And I was like, ah, OK, I mean, but it's like, too but soft you, to but me. Hala's OK. But like you wouldn't use a croissant, though. No, I mean, like they're on that scale of like what's too much air pocket. Yeah, I think like croissants a little. Yeah, I mean, you know? like, Hoka, like Hokkaido milk bread, some shokupan. But maybe? like Hala's like a little sweet too, you know? Like, yeah, into that, like, yeah, 
a little sweetness isn't bad. Maybe some like maybe some milk bread. Maybe some like some like chocopine. But also, know? like you're saying, like maybe this is where like basic ass white bread just shines. Yeah, but like not Wonder Bread. Like well, like 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 I said, like a, a somebody's homemade Pullman loaf. Yeah, you know, like a yeah. I think that's the way to go. Simple, simpler is better with this sandwich. I think. You know, you I like your idea like, of swiping some mayo before you toast it. You get into like crazy, you know, grains or anything. You start to no. take away from the bacon and the tomato. I don't need Dave's killer bread. That's just expensive. One. It is expensive. I've never had it, but it's like, all I it's, know is it's, you know, it's expensive. For grocery store bread, it's not bad. Yeah, I think next leveling the sandwich is unnecessary. The only thing I can think of really is just like get the very best ingredients you can. And when you put this bitch together... Make sure that each ingredient is treated right. Salt the tomatoes, you know, ice that lettuce so it's crispy, you know, hit that mayo on that bread and toast it to a nice, like, medium toast, you know, and assemble it right. Don't put slippery ingredients next to each other. Make sure that the friction is next to the slip so that it stays together. And I think you'll be you'll be on easy street. One thing I really do like about, like, a diner um, BLT is, is when they, like, wrap that bitch like a fucking like UPS parcel in like brown paper and it like just holds it together. I don't know that that little touch to me like it's like I feel like that's what I'm paying for, you know, like when I get when I get one from a, sandwich origami. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of love on that on that wax paper. Nice wrap. It is a nice touch. OK, man. Final thoughts, hot takes, uh, poems, haikus, odes to this beautiful sandwich. Somebody's going to have a haiku one day. Eventually. Yeah. I ain't got shit. Like, if you told me that, like, a haiku <laughs> was an option, I would have worked on that. Well, um, if you listen to the past episodes, you know I ask that every time. Yeah, I will be honest. Like, usually I get, like, 90% of the way through anything. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you, like, you yeah. get to, like, you know, the point where they're like, oh, so you have anything to plug? I'm like, nope, done. Don't worry. And I've never like, listened to my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hot take, a little slight hot take. This is the easiest sandwich to make. Absolutely terrible. This is the this is one of the easiest sandwiches to just well yeah if like, it's the, if it's the easiest thing to make good it's also the easiest thing to yeah, make bad yeah it might not be that hot of a take but you know I'll I'll tolerate a lot of poorly made sandwiches a poorly made BLT I will pretty much outright reject well the bonus of a poorly made BLT is you can just take it apart and eat the bacon and yeah. eat a nice little like yeah. Bacon, tomato, well, almost well, like well, it's almost like a little uh, English breakfast. But here's the thing: though, without like, the beans, if it's a poor sandwich, it's usually because of the tomato. So I'm just eating the bacon. But if it's a poor tomato, you probably weren't ordering a good tomato seasoned BLT. No, I wasn't. It was because I was somewhere in the middle of the country. Yeah, it's your fault. And that's just what. I, and everything else looked terrible. Yeah, it sounds like it's on you. <laughs> no, no, it's on that road trip. It ain't on me. It's on where it's on the fact that there was nothing else, and I'm not eating McDonald's again. That's what that is. You know where you should not buy a BLT. Well, speaking of McDonald's, McDonald's. y'all remember the McBLT? No. Are y'all old enough for that? That's, that's were you a, were you around when McDonald's had pizza around here? Oh man, I remember when they had it in Chicago. Oh, it was bad. And McWings, ew, they were terrible. Yeah, no, it turns out the that they should just stick to shitty food. Yeah, McDonald's <laughs> is shitty food. Believe it or not. No, they had the Mc, Mc, the McDLT. Sorry, because it was McDonald's. You know. And it was like, it came in a special package. Everything was styrofoam back then. And it was like, they separated the cold from the hot side and you put it together yourself. And that was the big thing. The only it. fast food restaurant that I would eat a BLT from is Hardee's. Hardee's? What happened to Hardee's? Where they at? 
They're just still in the South, man. <laughs> See, I don't be in the South, bro. Bojangles, Hardee's. Yeah, man. Like, in the sleep, <laughs> the sleeper thing at Hardy is fire peach cobbler. That's hilarious. I would never be like, you know what I need is a Hardee's peach cobbler. I have cobbler. stopped a family road trip for <laughs> Hardee's peach cobbler before. I love the, Moorhead, you, Kentucky. You told there me. There you go. The the things you told me you stopped family road trips for, I I, oh, we, I, I love. We uh, we actually planned them around Bucky's and yep. Bojangles. And Bojangles. Um, there's, there's another a, one we were talking about. There's a particular about. Bojangles in Corbin, Kentucky. We stop at like it's a it's <laughs> like our church. One. That's like, the we, one. Yeah, like our family's not super religious, but we always hit that Bojangles on the way. There was something um, else too. Um, it wasn't Culver's, was it? We were talking about something. Oh, um, Sheets. Sheets. Big fan that's of right. Sheets. I love some Culver's, though. Culver's, I'll, I'll crush Culver's. That's that's Wisconsin. That's north, though. You know, you need, you need a good gas station sandwich. Sheets. We're getting a Swinson's soon. I saw that. It's in Oakley. Yeah. It's Oakley almost done. They put olives on the burger. <laughs> or like an olive. You get an olive on, on top. Oh, so it's like a martini. You get a martini burger. Yep. Yeah. Except Absolutely. part of the martini is I only want the olive, not the... <laughs> no, give me a martini, man. I love a martini. Fuck yes. Not with my BLT, though. What about a bacon martini? Um, Being a mixologist, what I would end up doing (laughs) is I would fat wash some vodka with bacon, and then I would infuse the vermouth with some tomato, put that shit together, and just call that a BLT martini. A little olive. There you go. Or pickled lettuce. And that's the garbage. That's I wish everyone could see my tickle. face right now. <laughs> be, I told you, flaccid any, lettuce. Anything can be BLT eyes, bro. You can make a BLT martini. You get, just because you can just doesn't mean you, you should. Hey, motherfucker, will be ordering my BLT they martini. I guarantee. Sandwich cast. <laughs> I guarantee. <laughs> All right, I think we've done enough damage here tonight. Uh, Thank you for listening to Sandwich Cast. Zach, thank you for being here. Oh, thanks on. for having me. This is great. This was fun. I really uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I apologize for the baby noises, everyone. My daughter was not ready for bed. And, and I apologize for this podcast being delayed like a week because my schedule sucks. That no, is on me. You don't have to apologize <laughs> for that because we were going to take the fourth off anyway. Um, nobody listens to podcasts on holiday weeks. So. I do. I was working. But- <laughs> I mean, I do, I'm a, but I'm addicted. So that's different, you know. But, but um, if you were waiting for this podcast, it's my fault. Nobody's waiting for this podcast. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, my name is Kendall Holmes, uh, producer uh, Dylan Foreman. Uh, our guest has been Zach Breedlove. Please email any questions, concerns, complaint to sandwich at sandwichcastpod.com or hit me up on Instagram at um, sandwichcastpodcast. Thank you for listening to Sandwich Cast, and we'll see you next time. 